Podcast. It's the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle. And this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Danielle Radford. I am joined now by the man who holds what a 100% undefeated record in wrestling, our own what? open mic eagle. Fucking undefeated. <laughs> Can't nobody tell me nothing ever about nothing. <laughs> right. I just need you to go around with me making that sound all the time because <laughs> I, I won and I'm never going to compete again. So I'm going to retire undefeated. You're retiring undefeated? Undemotherfucking-feated. <laughs> well, for anyone who missed the Twitter beef and all the articles, I can't believe that you have. The rap battles, the OVW call-outs, our own Mike Eagle is officially a real-life wrestler. What no, I'm not a... I, look, I'm a licensed wrestler <laughs> in the state of Kentucky. That's real enough for me? That's real as hell, but... I'm not a wrestler because I'm never doing it again. Uh-huh. He, <laughs> <laughs> so he went down to the promotion and Kentucky, got his license to take on Shiloh Jones, um, which is spelled not the way you'd think. It's spelled like Spike Jones. It's fucked up. <laughs> One-on-one in a defense of the art of rap and hip-hop, hip-hop around the world. <laughs> I can't. This is so surreal to me. Right it was now. around the world. There was an African contingent in the crowd. See? Yep. There wasn't. But still. <laughs> still. So, Mike, I. So. <laughs> I can't. I don't even you know, know where to start. Dude, you're 1 and 0 in wrestling. How are you yes, feeling right now? I feel fucking great. I feel awesome. Like, my body hurts still. Yeah. That shit was last Wednesday. And my body still hurts. Oh. But I feel fucking incredible no i totally understand because see i tripped a couple of weeks ago and had to choose between groceries and my body and i chose my groceries because i'm poor okay and then i walked my usual like half an hour to the studio today and my hip hurts it's uh, like wrestling it's yeah, the same thing it is my struggle is the same as yours you made a choice you put your body on the line much <laughs> i put like my me. body on the mm-hmm. line in defense of those eggs but you're 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 zero and one against groceries <laughs> Um, untrue. <laughs> I wish that was true. I think I'm. I think I'm maybe now three and five. They right, gotta, right. Look, they gotta fix these uneven as earthquake sidewalks in That's LA. True. Is the problem? There's lots of cracks. All right. For those who have not been catching up with this um, from the beginning, mm-hmm. how did this get started? Oh man. So this guy uh, Shiloh, who does this this gimmick where he's a, a wrestling rapper and he's really terrible like his raps are really terrible it's really bad do you have like just off the top of your head it's okay if you don't but do you remember any of the ones that specifically were like oh i have to hit that dude in the face this is the thing every and and i think i believe in this first initial call out that he did and then in every um rhyme from him that i remember reading uh subsequent to that he put hashtags in his rhyme wait what yeah, yeah. I, I followed this because it's not every day that one of your friends gets involved in a Twitter beef with a wrestler. So, of course, I followed it. At one point, it was in a grocery store. Oh, that was way later. Like, that was after uh, a few back and forths. Okay. He, he elevated it to uh <laughs> Okay, so how did store. that how did that start? It started with a tweet from him. Yeah, it started with a tweet from him um, that was just him in his gimmick. I feel like he must have heard. I feel like he must have heard me talking about OVW on our podcast, 
and kind of maybe had the inclination that if he called me out specifically that I might answer is is if if I'm putting it together in my head it's got to be part of it. I mean, um, I would love to believe that he was listening to our podcast, but I I, <laughs> I mean, people do. They're humans. I mean, They're y- humans yes, people do. do. I just never believe. Look, if I ever thought that any wrestlers were listening to our podcast, well, Shana, I wouldn't sh- say half the gully ass shit that I'd say. Well, you should consider that maybe. But also um, <laughs> um Oh no. But but I'll tell you the difference between most of them and Shiloh. Shiloh's got a lot of free time. Right. And so he didn't just call you out, right? He it called was... out. He made a video of him in the ring issuing an open challenge. Apparently, because he's been rapping terribly for like weeks in front of these poor, poor Kentuckians that oh, he, he wrestles in front of. And so he made a video of one of his entering call outs. Right now, I'm calling any sucker MC out. I got an open challenge to any MC who wants to see what I'm about. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. My rhymes are fat like Big Zoe, heavyweight, big body. Oh. The whole locker room, Randall Ford or Billy O, y'all job squad status, (laughs) like Al Snow. He posted this on Twitter and tagged like me and like Cameron and like Nappy Roots. Cameron, yeah, like it was a really, (laughs) it was a weird group of people. What a weird poll! It was a really weird group of people. Did he think that Cameron was gonna do anything other than call him mad? Yeah, I mean, he probably hoped that Cam, he probably hoped that Cameron would respond like I did. So he was trolling. Yes, he was trolling. And he got one. I he was took, fishing. Took the motherfucking bait, man. <laughs> I sucked it into my, my jaws. So what made that what made you take that bait? I think it it is the proximity I have to both rap and wrestling that it made me click it and actually look at it. Mm. And when I saw what I saw, I was like, no. This cannot be allowed to stand. Like you love both too much, you wouldn't too allow them much to, be. <laughs> to allow him to sully either's good name. And um, so I saw it and I thought it was horrible. And I quote tweeted it and told him and the world how I felt about it, which in hindsight was not the best idea. <laughs> Maybe best for like a subtweet. Right, or I should have just swallowed it and ignored it, likely. But um Like an adult. Yes. But that's that's what I realized about With myself. With a child. Danielle. Yes. <laughs> that's what I've realized about myself. I am far more petty than I realized. Far more. Oh Mike, I I, I love you. Yeah. You are my friend. Mm-hmm. I knew you had this in you. I didn't know. Oh, I knew. I didn't know. I I, I, I I mean, it, it just, I never thought it would be wrestling, right. but I always knew it would only take the right one for you to be like, I am going to wrap you into fucking oblivion. I, I used to battle. That's the thing. See, like, and that's in, what, in my, yeah. in my younger days, I was quite the battler. Like, that's why, that's how I came up in rap was through freestyling and battling. And when I was in college, I would get in every battle on campus and I'd win half of them. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd destroy people on the quad. You know what I mean? Like, that was, <laughs> that was my... My position, and as I got older and started writing songs, and that, that was in important to me. Well, you went to college. That was also in Chicago, or Southern Illinois University. Okay, yeah. so like the like it was actually really good, stiff competition. Nah. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are a few guys. Okay, so you have guys. a history of taking down Shiloh Jones. I'll give you a factoid. I took one real solid hell 
in a rap battle in college. Could you guess who I took an L to? No, but I want to know. Motherfucking Hannibal Burris. No! I took a, a rap battle L on the quad. No, it wasn't the quad. It was the fields next to the next to the towers. I took an L to Hannibal. That was my guess, to be clear. Well, you should have spoke up then. I didn't want to interrupt, but I... But you did. Julian only does the the God mic when he wants to make sure that we all know that we ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fair. He's right. Right. He is right. We are all we are all collectively not shit. That's true. Um, no, I would not have guessed that you took that L to Hannibal. <laughs> I took L to Hannibal. Hannibal got me, man, because I was an RA. I was his RA at the time, and he hit me with a bunch of RA jokes that happened to rhyme, oh. and the crowd was just like, Ah! You can't come back from being an RA. Right. I was the you're cops. A, you're, you're a cop. I was a narc. There was no <laughs> way I was gonna be like. You're the, the floor narc. All I had for him was how he was pigeon toed, and it wasn't enough. It's not, it was not against enough. a narc. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he got me. He got me. But oh that's God. yeah, that's where I come from. I come from rap battling. Um, and and so uh, for anyone who obviously um just can you run through the quick hits on how this played out to build up to the match? Okay, so he does his challenge. I respond to it like a dum dum, and then he relentlessly sends me tweets with terrible bars in them. Over and over again, he starts tagging people I know. He tags Hannibal. Um, people I know, wow. like Ted Leo, start giving him bars back because he's so terrible. How did I miss that Ted Leo was giving Ted bars? Ted Leo I gave am... Shiloh bars! I missed that because I am such a Ted Leo fan. Man, Ted Leo was like, oh, if Shiloh can do this, I can certainly fucking do oh, this. Oh, Hearts of Oak is like one of my favorites. Anyway. <laughs> um, who, a super chunk gave him some bars. Um, it was it was a lot happening on Twitter um, and then he, what did he do next? He kept up with the open challenge thing. And so I uh, flew to Louisville to one of his TV tapings. <laughs> and I stood, uh, I sat in the front row. There was there was not sold out. <laughs> I could easily get to the front row. I, I feel like we have to, so to be fair, the distance from Illinois to Louisville is not as far as people would think. That's true. Um, but the distance from L.A. to Louisville. Right. Did you go visit? Like, was there any other reason? Did you go visit family? Did you do anything else? Or were you just like, no, I'm going to battle this man? Look, I went to Louisville <laughs> to battle him. I went to Louisville to wrestle him. I still don't know anybody in Louisville. These were all very specific. Uh, I will say this. These 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 um, jaunts were... Um, supported by frequent flyer miles. I will say that. Okay. So I wasn't just straight coming out of pocket. Because I was like, how are you? And also, um, my uh, my pops is from Louisville, and that was where I went to my first concert when I was like eight or nine, which was Public Enemy. Oh, um, yeah, see? I was playing the role of Public Enemy that night. <laughs> You're the world's Public Enemy. That's right! Okay, so you go to Louisville. Uh-huh, and, and I, I uh, he does his, he comes out to do his open challenge. Spray. You just a jock where John Cena cosplays. 
I answered his challenge, and he got really upset, and then he just said, shut up, and then he started wrestling the match, and then I um, I got the mic again during his match, and I said thanks to him, and um, he got distracted, and he got rolled up for a pin, and then he wanted to fight me. Hey, y'all heard of Machine Gun Kelly? That's BB Gun Shiloh right there. Hey, who gave him a mic? <laughs> Look out! Wait a minute, roll up here, roll up here! Mike no. with the distraction, and KTD just beat Shiloh KTD. Jones! KTD! Throw this guy out of the arena! He just calls Shiloh the match. This may be the worst night of Shiloh's life. I didn't think my Hold on, was Shiloh's show irate. Up. Shiloh's irate. Come on, think about this now. This is a fan in the stands. This is a guy in the stands here. Get out here. We got to get some control. This jump from funny to serious real quickly here. Get Shiloh in back. And this video online of, of him trying to rush me and people holding him back and holding me back. Um, well, Dave was kind of holding me back. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Wait, video Dave? Video Dave. <laughs> I had to have video Dave. I don't go <laughs> nowhere. I don't Dave. go nowhere without video Dave. No, and he does don't. not understand this world at all. He has no idea. Oh, so he's video just holding. Oh, that poor sweet baby boy. So he's just holding you back. He wants to fight. I leave. Um, I go about my life thinking that this is over. I think this is the point where he makes the grocery store video. Yo, price check on whackness down on aisle three. We got a fire sale on haters. I'm talking O-M-E. See, Mike Eagle got you all swerved and confused. Sneak into my house? Must be nuts, like some cashews. See, Mike, I want your clearance aisle ass, face to face, one on one. So Charlotte Jones can eat you up like free samples, son. And the grocery store video was actually, actually, that actually pissed me off. Like, it, it actually, like, made me angry. For me, when I was watching it, the thing that was the worst was that, like, you put so much effort into such weak rhymes. <laughs> Is that, does that feel right? Yeah, I mean, I think they were he beyond weak. He went into week. a grocery store. He had planned this. He was, like, picking up stuff he off the shelves. He did a one-take video. Of him walking through an aisle, he got the aisle number wrong. He was taking <laughs> shit out of the basket. None of that shit was from that aisle. Um, it was really, and the rhymes were awful. He says something about me being cold and slimy like chicken, which upsets me. And uh, um, I don't know. Like, I started. I'm starting to feel a little petty itch again. But then uh, I was doing the Adult Swim Festival out here in L.A. Um, a set that I had yeah, what done the a lot fuck? of fucking like really meticulous planning for. It's a big show. Fucking Shiloh shows up. Thousands of fucking people. It's a big fucking show. Shiloh shows up at the fucking festival. Womp. And he gets the microphone. Security carried him out. I don't know how the fuck he got a microphone. How did he get that fuck? Well, I'm glad security caught him. But like, maybe they should work on their security. Yeah. <laughs> if he was I mean, able they... to get to the point where he could get a microphone. They definitely carried him away very impressively. That was... <laughs> That part was good. That's but good. he tried to rap again, and it was terrible. I had some spare bars for him because I gave him bars when I went to Louisville. I didn't give him all the bars because he got mad. Mm. So I had a couple bars left in the chamber. I gave him a couple of them, and he got mad again, and he started talking about wanting to fight. Well, and also you're a battle rapper, so it's not like you can't just come up with bars. Right. And I think the day before that, he was talking about fighting or something, and I like made a Twitter poll asking, like, because he said, nut up or shut up, and he was talking about fighting, it looked like. And so I put a, a Twitter poll out and said, should I... A, nut up, or B, shut up. And it was like 
86% of people said I should nut up. Yeah, I'm like probably on the other percent that was like, we're old. <laughs> you have a child. Yeah, you have no. a child and a wife and a house. None of those which people is were... like, You have an avocado tree. Who will defend your avocado tree? None of those people were concerned with my safety. They wanted me to nut upward. And I... I <laughs> Said okay, and your nuts right. went upward. Yes, that's where you put your nuts. They they upward. went in my body. I was very scared. Um, <laughs> but he he came out to the Adult Swim Festival and 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 reissued the fight challenge. Um, and I told him my fans said not up, so I got to not up, and I got to do the thing. And then so then the next thing I knew, I was going to get a fucking Kentucky wrestler's license. Mike and I will talk more about his feud with Shiloh Jones after a break, including how he had exactly one day to train for his wrestling match. What? The rest of his crazy story up next on Tights and Fights. I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the back it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. And rolling. The news today is terrible, so why not forget about it while listening to Jonah Radio uh, with Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. Featuring Neil Mahoney. Also me. This is a podcast where we play music submitted by a uh, listener. We hang out, we listen to new tunes, and uh, we take submissions at Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Come and check us out. We're here anyway. Yeah, we'll yeah. be here. So, and that's it. Back to your regularly scheduled uh, podcast. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford. I'm speaking with my fellow Tights and Fights co-host, Mike Eagle, about his first ever wrestling match. You absolutely have to tell us how getting a wrestler's license works. Uh, there's a formal line <laughs> that you can fill out whether you're in Kentucky or not. And you just have to take it to your local doctor, have them fill out the doctor part, and then submit it to Kentucky's Boxing and Wrestling Commission. What is the doctor part? Oh, it's so thorough. Okay, well, yeah, so you don't have to, like, I don't need to know all your business, but, like... Oh, they wanted to know all of my business. <laughs> they, I had to go get an exam. I had to get blood work done. I had to get an EKG. I had to do all sorts of shit. Dear Open Mike Eagle, do your nuts go up? Like, they checked like my that. nuts! <laughs> oh, he gave me the old turn your head and cough! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> no bullshit. They wanted everything. They check my glands and shit. <laughs> so you get a license. Well, I didn't get the license till the day before. The day but, before. And with, with the problem being, that meant I could only train a day. How did you train and who did you train with? Al Snow trained me. Okay, I'm skipping a step. But like when it came to the fighting thing and I told Silo and told the world I was going to nut up, I reached out to Al Snow. Because Al Snow runs OVW. Right. Um, and has for? 
There's been apparently there's been like different eras of OVW ownership, right? And this particular ownership, this he used to run it and he didn't own it, right? And now he runs it and owns it. Okay. Um, and so I hit him up on Twitter like, "Yo, what can we do?" And then he started following me, and we started really kind of talking it out from there. And then that's when that's when the pro wrestling shit of this started in earnest for me. And you actually got that you were like, "I have signed on to a." fucking pro wrestling match because because my whole thing was like asking al like i don't do this like how do you feel he was okay with it you know of what i mean of course he is because al's like this is this you know i know like I, hopefully we will not permanently injure open mike eagle right. but even if we do it's still butts and seats right he saw the heat he saw the heat no doubt um but i wanted to be respectful of the business too right um and i wanted to you know see if he thought that it could be done in a way that was respectful if if i could be trained in any way that would make it work for everybody and he was with it and that's when he taught me pro wrestling things what pro wrestling things did you learn oh man he taught me a bunch of stuff he taught me a bunch of stuff that didn't even end up in the match really what did you learn he taught me about like really basic shit like taking bumps taking back bumps taking front bumps taking uh handstand bumps does a back bump hurt as much as I think it does. No, it probably hurts a little less than you what you think it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hurts, but it probably hurts a little less than what you think it does. Mm-hmm. The front bump hurt me more. When was the last time you flipped before you did this? Well, I was a break dancer, so like I've done some Why is this whole podcast not floor. about you doing battle dancing? Well, I didn't know that people didn't know that. I used to do all that shit. Well, I I mean, some of us know this, but not everyone. Some people know you. A lot of people, most people know you as Open Mike Eagle, the rapper. Sure. People on this podcast, I think some of them know you as Mike, who... Who talks about the wrestling. Who talks about the wrestling. Well, I mean, it's not a lot of opportunities to talk about the breakdancing on the wrestling podcast. Oh, I could make those. Okay, well then do that. Well, we'll no. Do an entire show where you grade Scotty Too Hotties dance. Oh, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Easily. Actually, shit, is that a new... Segment? Can we just do a new segment on the dance moves of the WW of wrestling? Dance moves. Yeah, once November and the news is really slow, just we'll bring it back to us then, and we'll. Get yeah, it. let's do that. So you were also a break dancer. Mm-hmm. All you need is cardboard. It's true. I did it on. We did it on linoleums. Oh, that feels bad. That's why I was prepared to flip on my back. Look, Carlton told me in his video about how to break dance safely <laughs> that you always need a piece of cardboard. I didn't see this. Are you kidding me? I am not. So when Alfonso Ribeiro was a young kid, mm-hmm. he was known for being a dancer and a break dancer. And that's how he got on, if I believe I'm doing the timeline right, to Silver Spoons. And so he had a whole series about how to break dance safely for kids. Holy shit. And it came with like a VHS and a piece of, like a, and a poster and a fold out Wait a cardboard. minute. He had this before he was even on Silver Spoons? I think so. What the if, fuck if, was if, the marketing plan for this video? If not, it might have been like a couple of years after once they realized he could actually dance tell me something tell me he had some kind of platform before somebody went in a home video business no but he was also known for being just a talented kid that could sing and dance but known by whom like the industry when you go out for auditions and you go out to do stuff and you're trying to get things people learn who you are especially if you're a kid you know uh uh, um, oh he was in a michael jackson video too yeah yeah so you train yeah al showed me lots of things you get to the ring to fight. Yeah. 
I didn't get to the ring. I had to go pick out what I was going to wear. I had to do all sorts of shit in Kentucky. How did you figure out what you were going to wear? Because I saw that there was an outfit that you were going to wear that you you. I decided against. It was black and gold. It looked like a Power Ranger. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It was too much. It was like tight in places. It was just too much. It it was it was a thing designed to go other like under other things when you're playing football. Oh. Not designed to wear to a fight. But you but you did have some face paint. I did. Who did your face paint? This guy Matt, who I just found when I was down there. Thank you, Matt. Was Thank it like you, airbrush or like? Yes, it was airbrush. I have to ask that because Lindsay will kill me if I don't. Oh my god, it, I hurt myself washing it off. <laughs> no. It was like. Or, like, what did you say it was? Um, no, I don't remember, but mm. it was stuck to me. I can, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably like that thin stuff. Now yeah, you know what goes that type of shits. So, where you gotta take a rough, rough <laughs> pumice stone shower. Well, you gotta get one of those ones where it's like that lava soap, yeah, <laughs> that like our dads used to use. Shit, yeah, <laughs> the shit you do when you pull transmissions, that type of shit, yeah. <laughs> To get all your fancy performer body paint off your body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the day of. Yeah, scary. You're painted. You've got your gear. Mm-hmm. Your music hits. What ah! is that like? Okay. Uh, well, look. First of all, I need to talk about my gear. Yes, please. Because I didn't know what to do, and so I freaked out in a Louisville mall and decided, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna dress like somebody who looks like maybe. They thought a fight could break out at a pickup basketball game, maybe like like that. <laughs> and my inspiration turned out to be one Kevin Owens. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I, I love a little, it. Little black cutoff tee, little little gym short situation, some little Under Armour legs. Like, there. look, I'm a sporty dad, but I will fuck you up. I will you fuck up. you up. <laughs> I will, look, call foul again. I call foul one more time. Give you a roaring elbow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I dress like that. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so your music hits. Music, my, which is my song, No Selling, which is about kind of wrestling, kind of. Yeah, well, your and your video is very wrestling themed. Yes. It also has people like uh, Jay Washington. And a human tornado, yeah. Yeah, like uh, a bunch of folks in there. Um, so you walk into the ring. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Are you thinking? Um, I am terrified. I'm thinking I'm about to get beat up. That's what I'm thinking. I'm about to get beat up. Um, but um, this is still a rap thing at first. He does his little whack raps. I hit him with eight ball. I tear his ass up. I tore his ass up. I did see that. I got. Oh I, I watched it. God. Yeah, I tore his ass up and down. And um, his guys went to rush me, but I had backup. Okay, that was a surprise. Ah, it was crazy! To, I think, everyone. I'm still, like, in shock. Yeah. Al, Al, Al hooked me up, man. Al hooked me the fuck up. <laughs> he said, if I'm going to send this podcasting rapper out there, I'm going to give him some <laughs> motherfucking backup. Also, like, so for y'all, when you're like, oh, he backed him up. So his backup was Ken Anderson. Mr. Anderson. And, and the hardcore Mick fucking what? Mr. What? Mr. Oh. Mr. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. How the fuck was it working with them? What are you? What? It was insane, is what it was. And this is the thing: we were at OVW's 1,000th episode, and so I'm in the back. I'm like in the dressing room with these guys, and 
Like my head is spinning. Uh huh. Fucking Jim Cornette is back there. Oh my god, that's so weird. Fucking Jim Cornette. That's is so back weird. There. It's crazy. Abyss is back there. Fucking Tommy Dreamer is back there. Shane Helms is back there. Not the hurricane. It's crazy. And fucking Al Snow hooks me up with Ken Anderson and Mick motherfucking Foley. Did you know that was going to happen, that they were going to... I knew it was going to happen earlier than the crowd knew. Right. Yeah. But you at least got to meet them backstage. Yeah, and... I, I, had to talk, I had to talk to them. What was that like? Ah, it was like that. That's what it was like. <laughs> That's fair. So yeah. you're so you're going through the match. Yeah. And they show up for you. Yeah, like before the match starts, because um, these guys, um, Shiloh and his terrible um, small group... Uh, act like they're gonna beat me up. Oh, do you, who's in this terrible small group? Uh, this guy DL3, who's terrible, mm-hmm. and this guy Big D, who's more terrible. Okay, so just a bunch of terrible people. Two terrible motherfuckers. They mm-hmm. make a terrible trio. So what was? Sorry, was it DL3? DL3 and Big D. And Big D. Yeah. Awful people. You got to see Big D. Big D. I've a, seen Big D. I think job. I'm all right. Hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We've met. Come on. That was not a, that was not a shock. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, I hope your big D look better than this one. Uh, uh, yeah. And fucking, better performer. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. No, yes. More, no more big D time. This big D kicked me in the head in the match. Well, that's not nice. It wasn't. <laughs> um, I've had similar experiences. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you were satisfied. I'm I, hope, so I, hope, sorry. I hope you consented. I can't to being kicked stop. In the I just, you shouldn't. I stop. You shouldn't. <laughs> Celebrate your big D. It's fine. You know? That's fine. Okay, so you wind up winning. I did. You won a wrestling match, my dude. I, I won a wrestling match. I'm like not it's I'm processing that as your friend. I I did a I did a I did a move. You did a wrestle. I did a move. What was your favorite move? The move that I won, well, I didn't win, I was supposed to win with it, but that's when a uh, big penis kicked me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but I did a, I did a fucking hurricane runner. You did? I did a fucking hurricane runner. How did that feel? Like, whoa. <laughs> that's what like, that's what it felt, felt like, whoa. I feel like it was the combination, like this match feels like the culmination of everything in your have you ever had one of those moments yes like everything i've ever done came together at once i'm still having it yeah like you ever had like a a, a, an orgasm so intense that you were feeling it the next day yeah yeah this is like that but plus six (laughs) days because like it's 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 your break dancing, your mm-hmm. athleticism, your battle rapping, yeah. your your rapping, my, your love of wrestling, like all of these things. My love of professional fucking wrestling. It like all came together as this. Like, I, I I can't even uh, uh, now. Of course, I'm blanking. The anime where they all become the tiger. They all become the tiger. Naruto? No, no. I don't know. Uh, tiger. They all become the it's tiger. It's like it's like Power Rangers, but Voltron. better. Voltron. Voltron. <laughs> Thank you. I'm watching the new one, and they I'm all... in love with it. By the way, you should all watch it. So everything that you do came together as this beautiful Voltron mm-hmm. to like a Voltron of dreams. A Voltron of dreams. Mm-hmm. Um. So after your Voltron of dreams, what is the biggest thing that you've learned now that you've done that? Um. 
If that I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> That's probably the <laughs> biggest thing. The biggest, my biggest takeaway was like, because I, you know, I have so much respect for that that business. Absolutely. Um, that all I can think about is, because, and, and like I said, I was in this locker room, and I mentioned all the names of the people who are like luminaries and like national treasures who I was in there with, but I was also in there with a bunch of people who bust their ass for OVW every week. Yeah. You and I have not heard of really. Mm-hmm. Seeing how hard they work, um, and seeing how, in a lot of cases, what they were doing wasn't getting that much attention. Billy Gunn was there. Oh. Um, he's an ass man. He's an ass man. He's fucking gigantic. He's bigger than. I've ever. seen because it's, he does powerlifting now, right? It's. He looks like he looks like Billy Gunn ate John Cena. Is what he looks like. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, "You look fantastic," but you're like two steps away from like doing that carrot top thing where yeah. it's like everything, like it feels like you're about to the Hulk is gonna rip out of your skin. Yeah, it does. It felt like he was about to burst forth from himself yeah. at all times. But like, this all- is a Billy Gunn husk, <clears throat> and I'm gonna right. shed it so I can become right. a bigger Billy Gunn. But all all, all of the attention was on these guys. And me, because I'm not there all the time. But there's all of these men and women there who bust their ass every week and have matches on this card. And all I can think about was, this is my one and only match. And I got to have this moment where fucking Foley and Anderson are out there with me. Mm. Which, in a sense, is almost a bigger deal than the fucking main event of the card. Right. And I've not paid those dues. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I'm sure if I wanted to, I could parlay this into getting booked somewhere else doing wrestling. Right. But I think at the end of the day, just having, now being able to say that I did it. Mm-hmm. and Bucket list. Yeah. And having that, that, that crossed off the list in association with, like, working with some of my heroes mm. and shit. I feel like that's good. I can leave that there. So would you ever, if there was someone in, say, one of those people who is amazing and works their ass off in OVW or any local promotion, would you be willing to come out and be like, you know what, I will be a manager for this person to give them more of a shine? Is that something you would be down for? Yes, but I would also take hella bumps because... I kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but in service of being like, Absolutely. yo, in, in ser- this is someone who's been working really hard. If I can take some of what I have I mean, and give that to that person. Let, let, me, let me shout out Shiloh, even though I hate him. You know, we all understand that wrestling is a work. So at some point, me and him had to, like, get on the same page about the match. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for him, even, to trust me in that setting is pretty incredible. You know, that's um, really he's never met you. He don't know you. He don't know that you might like. Oh, I almost laughed as I said I was going to say go into business for yourself. But I'm like, (laughs) Mike, I love you. (laughs) I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in your arm bar, buddy. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) In the same way that I don't have confidence in anyone except Julian's arm bar. (laughs) I I get it. Um, Shiloh's ligaments were fine. (laughs) Nothing to worry about. Um, But he did have to trust me. Um, And. You know, I spent a lot of the match selling, you know. Of course. Because that's what made sense. And 
he was laying in a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was, he, he, you know, he definitely... A little stiffer than maybe... I don't know how... I don't know the comparison to, right, to right. him and anybody else, but I do know that, like... The comparison of him against your virgin body. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> your, your virgin pina colada. I'm just here to have fun. And yeah, he's no. like... Rrr. Danielle, I'm finding new bruises on my body every day. <laughs> Every day, new bruises. Yeah. It feels like a ghost whoops my ass every night. And I wake <laughs> up to some new contusion. <laughs> um, are you going to try any of the extreme ways of healing? Like any of that, like laying in an ice bath? My uh, extreme way of healing is never wrestling again. <laughs> I think that's that's <laughs> that's my path to good health. But you will take bumps in order to build up a smaller career. I, I, I or, would. Or build up someone else who could use the shine. I, cer- I certainly would. If, if, if someone in the business thought that that was worth something to them, then I would certainly, you know, um, hear that out and... and would really be excited to and honored. Yeah, on, like. exactly. I'd I'd be one hundred percent honored to be involved in that way. But it's not going to be something I'll ever seek out, right? Because I have so much respect for people who bust their ass in this business every day. That you don't want to just come in and kick the door open and like I'm open Mike Eagle, right? No, because because I am open Mike Eagle, who is a rapper, and I have <laughs> raps to write, and, and you know what I mean. Speaking of raps to write. You have like a whole thing coming out. You have your own. I have my own. Uh, I have a, a six song project coming out. Yay. It comes out tomorrow. That's come, awesome. That's great. Tomorrow. And you're producing that yourself on your new production well, company. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm putting it out on my record label. Putting it out on your record yeah, label. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. How does that feel? Is this the first thing that you've put out on your record label? Yeah, I've. This is my first time having a record label. So, so it's terrifying, but I just. Competed in a wrestling match was the scariest thing I might ever do in my entire life. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It was really funny. Um, like, I really feel so good about being, like, safe and in one piece now. Because as, as excited as I was to compete in that, um, in that arena, that day and the day before, I got so many texts from people who really care about me who were like, please don't break your neck. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> maybe, maybe I could break my neck. <laughs> like... That's why I didn't. I stopped breakdancing. Yeah, like, man. Because that was a big thing, and it's also something that Alfonso Rivera talks a lot about <laughs> when he talks about making it safe for kids. Is that it won't be the moves that are dangerous. And they can break yeah, man. Everything comes back to Alfonso Rivera. Um, and so now we're losing you. We love you. We're losing you for a few weeks or a month. Um, because you're getting ready to go on tour. I'm gonna be gone for a week and a half, and I'll be back for a week, and we'll and we'll and I'm you know. Rocking with the homies. Rocking with the homies. Rocking with the homies. And then um, I leave for like another week and a half, and then I'll be back. That's great. Um, yeah. Is is there any chance that anyone can buy those tickets, or are they gone? Um, there are lots of tickets still available, and I encourage you, uh, listeners to Tyson Fights, to buy them, even if you don't live where they are. Buy them anyway. <laughs> buy them for a friend. Uh, buy them even though nobody's going to show up, because it looks good. Um, yeah. If anyone, if If any... One or three of you is rich. Just buy all the tickets. Just buy them. It's a good thing. I'll even set it up where it's a tax write-off for you. <laughs> I'll do that for you. And you know what? Here, I'll say this. I'll speak for Mike. If you come to one of his shows and you bring him a fanny pack, he'll sign that fanny pack. That's right. And I might, I might not give it back to you. I might just wear it. I might give just wear it. Mike your fanny pack. I might wear it for a year, and I'll give it back to you at the next show you buy a ticket for. <laughs> 
just remind him which one's yours. Yeah. He's gonna wear them like a belt. I'm gonna have him like Ultimo Dragon, like he had to ten, <laughs> ten fanny packs. Ten great. pounds, ten pounds of cotton. And as you hold the fanny <laughs> but yeah, go see Mike anytime he's on tour. I, again, I'm not like I'm not saying this because he's my bud. Like I have been a fan of this man before um, I even met him. He oh. is amazing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say nothing. Let me plug you. Um, <laughs> he is amazing. He is really, really, really an amazing rapper. And again, like I said, I've legit been a fan of his for forever. Um, if you can see him live, he is everything that you think that he would be live. He's incredibly entertaining. Um, he's so funny when he talks in between. So anyway, go see him live. Go buy his things. Do all of his stuff. Um, and thank you. And buy, for... buy Danielle's stuff too. Uh, do her Patreon. <laughs> go to her comedy sets and watch anything that she's on on the internet talking about things because she's really fucking good at it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I love your face. That does it for this special episode of Tyson Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network that talks about wrestling every week. So if you like this, please come back for more. We do have another episode that went up this week that talks about the current events in wrestling with our guest Dan Sinker. So if you want to go check that out, if you love this, it'll be there for you. If you want to see Mike's wrestling match for yourself, it's amazing. Please do. It will be on YouTube soon. And we will have a link to OVW's page where it will eventually go live. Our producer is on the God Mike, Julian Perel. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting him over for that. Yeah, he wrestles, he raps, he does our theme music. It's dumb. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Once again, thank you all so much, all of the Maximum Fun members who make the show possible. Uh, especially something as wild as this. We will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.